Hey guys, uh, welcome to another Cigar Talks with Jason. First of all, I just want to take the time to say thank you so much for tuning in, watching this video. Um, the positive feedback that you guys do give me on you know how these videos you know impact you or change your views. I love getting that stuff. Um, if you guys have ideas for uh, future videos, I would absolutely love to hear them. By the way, if I'm like itching a lot, like I hate this shit, it makes me feel like a crackhead, but uh, I get laser hair removal on my head, which I've had laser hair on my back and stuff, which hurts, and like tattoo removal, but I can say that laser hair removal, I mean, it literally feels like someone's pulling back five layers of skin, pouring gasoline, lighting on fire. So for whatever reason, Percocet makes me itch and it drives me crazy, but that's why I'm doing that. Uh, however, today's video I want to talk about when your mind is your own worst enemy. Uh, kind of want to tie that into the expression, idle hands are the devil's playground. And I have a, a good friend and he struggles with this a lot. Um, I don't want to go too far into the dependency issues thing because I feel like most of us have dependency issues to, to one degree or another and you know other people may disagree with me on this and that's totally fine but I don't think at the end of the day anyone truly wants to be alone everyone always wants to have someone whether that's a, a, a friend or a loved one or I mean hell even for me personally me being in the house all alone I will vastly prefer someone else being in the house, even if, you know, we're not interacting. Just knowing that they're there, feeling their presence, truly makes all the difference in the world. And, uh... Mm. Shit, let me relight this real quick. If I can find my matches, that is. Give me one sec. So when I think of your mind running wild, um, the best possible scenario or the best possible analogy that I can personally come up with is let's say that your doctor calls you today and he says, hey, I've got some really bad news for you. Why don't you come in next week and we'll talk about it? Well, if your doctor calls you and tells you that, no matter how bad that news is, your mind is going to come up with some shit that's a hundred times worse than the reality ever could be. And the reason that happens is because, you know, when you're not focused and, you know, humans are naturally emotional beings, as great as it would be to be logical and rational a hundred percent of the time, that's not realistic. And... And unfortunately, 
like I talked about in a lot of my other videos, emotions can be your worst enemy. And one thing I say that above almost anything else is either you control your emotions or they control you. And another example is, actually, I'll, I'll bring this up right now. So um, I use Grinder, and I'm just going to go through and scroll so you guys can see this. Uh, so anyways, well, these right here are um, messages that I haven't uh, responded to. So right there. And if I keep scrolling down, uh, I'm gonna scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll. I mean, all of those messages right there that you just saw, those are messages where I sent the last response and they never responded to me. Now, if I were to let my mind run wild, I would come up with a million scenarios. Oh my God, this person doesn't like me because, uh, you know, because they're not into me or they think I'm ugly or whatever. I, I could come up with a hundred scenarios in which it's my fault. Like I have some kind of shortcoming. They're not into white guys or they don't like my beard now or whatever it is. But why would I do that? I'm, I'm just going to drive myself crazy. So this is kind of like a glass half full or half empty thing. But all those things absolutely could be true. Or what could also be true is there's a million other scenarios in which they died or they got in a car accident or they're in a relationship and their partner came home so they had to delete the app or they happen to be traveling through and you know, they're no longer in Denver. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on with a million scenarios that literally have nothing to do with me in any way, shape or form. So the question is, do I want to focus on the positive or do I want to focus on the negative? And unfortunately, so many people focus on the negative and I had actually just shot a video like a week or two ago, this very nice gentleman. And, you know, I always ask people, you know, what their experiences are on like Grinder, And he's actually had a lot of the same ones I did. And basically the types of experiences he has is he'll be totally interested in a guy and be totally interested in getting together with him but the other person ends up shooting themselves in the foot. And what I mean by that is, you know, they'll be talking and, you know, it'll be going great. And then the gentleman that I shot with will stop responding for whatever reason, you know, he went into work or like a lot of the times I'll be texting someone. And, you know, if I go out on a ride on one of my Harleys, well, I'm not going to be texting. So, you know, it could be hours or, you know, uh, something could come up and I may not be available for a day or two. And the other person on Grinder, you know, will send question mark, question mark, question mark. And then they'll say, oh, you there? And then they'll send another one. Oh, so I guess you're not that interested in me. And, you know, they'll send like three, four, five, six, seven messages. And they basically just destroy it right there. Like, and, and the guy I shot the video with, he's like, I totally was interested until I read this. And it's because 
the other person, the only thing you're showing is that you're emotionally unstable. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like idle hands at the devil's playground. It's, you know, it's basic human nature to assume that other people are like you. So, you know, you're sitting down on the couch, you're not doing anything, you're engaged 100%. So, naturally, you're going to assume that the other person's doing the same thing. However, the other person could have done a million different other things that have nothing to do with you. So why would you take that personally? And unfortunately, that type of behavior or thinking more often than not leads to self-fulfilling prophecies. And there's a lot of great analogies for a self-fulfilling prophecy, but I think one of the more common ones would be Like, let's say, you know, you're in a relationship and, you know, you're worried that your partner is going to cheat on you or they're going to leave you for someone else. Um, You know, and that could be based on your past relationship or, you know, some experience in your life has given, you know, put that thought in your head that that's a possibility. Now, if you were 100% logical and rational, you would say, okay, this is a fear that I have, but I'm not going to allow my past to dictate my future actions and I'm just going to take this relationship as it is, let things be and, you know, choose to trust the other person. I'm not saying you have to jump all in a hundred percent and, you know, wear your heart on your sleeve, but why should that person pay for things that they haven't even done? Unfortunately, the second you start projecting your past onto them, um, you know, you can start doing things like, you know, constantly checking their phone constantly questioning them, you know, making them feel guilty because they go out with their friends or, you know, like, oh, so you talk to a guy, what's his name? What did he look like? Blah, 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 blah. And you're going to subconsciously start displaying behaviors that's actually going to drive your partner away. Your partner's not going to be thinking, oh my God, I love you so much. You're being sweet. They're going to start to think, Jesus, like this person doesn't even trust me. Uh, you know, it's going to push them away. It's not going to bring them closer. And unfortunately, the end result of this, the vast majority of the time is because of your actions, you will actually ensure that that becomes a reality that they do find someone else or, you know, they do start cheating. And, and that's what a self-fulfilling prophecy is, is, you know, oh my God, my boss is going to fire me. So you start doing shittier work and you start showing up late to work and, you know, you just, you start doing things in which, you know, and it's almost like subconsciously you're like, oh, you know, because when you do get fired or your partner does leave you, in the back of your mind you can tell yourself, oh, well, I knew this was going to happen. It's a way of proving yourself right. So the next time you find yourself coming up with crazy scenarios and your mind's just going from one thing to another to another to another, you know, I would love to sit here and say, hey, go to the gym, blow off some self-esteem. But the thing is, I'm sure lots of you don't like the gym and that doesn't work for you and that's perfectly okay. But when you find yourself in that headspace, you know, go and 
go for you know a walk go and you know ride your motorcycle go take a quick 30 mile ride um you know watch a movie uh you know call a friend because the worst thing you can do is let your mind run wild let your mind come up with scenarios that are just ridiculous and i mean really it, it i've said this in multiple videos in the past but one thing i always believe is you control your emotions or they control you and the thing is the second you let your mind run wild and you start coming up with crazy scenarios and then even worse when your behavior starts displaying you know these crazy thoughts you have in your head you're going to create that self-fulfilling prophecy so when your mind runs wild you just you got to learn to silence it and i'm not saying to use drugs or alcohol because that never fixes shit it in the end only makes things worse so you know it, it's kind of like you know i talked about before about rewiring your brain to you know just thinking negative shit to rewiring your brain to think positive things and yeah there may be times where you're going to think something positive and give someone the benefit of the doubt and you know they let you down and that sucks i mean no one likes to feel like that i don't like to feel like that However, you know, in life, I always say, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. You know, yeah, you could go around and spend your life in a bubble and never have any close relationships or friendships. But think about all of the absolutely amazing relationships that you're going to lose out on, too. I mean, you could miss out on your fucking soulmate. So... The, the saying idle hands are the devil's playground it's like if you um let me think of a good example uh do you ever have a day when like you have nothing to do let's say you've accomplished all your errands and you know whatever it is you start to do you just masturbate way more than normal or you know you just start just you take these tiny simple scenarios you know it's like i showed in a previous video about grinder just let things be you know people are going to do what they're going to do the people that are going to leave your life for whatever reason they're going to leave the people that are going to stay are going to want to stay just you gotta just really focus on positive talk not taking things personally you know thinking of other things you know okay i there's these five reasons this person didn't respond. They deal directly with me. So for every five reasons you come up with as to why, you know, this person didn't respond to you, next time, try thinking of 10 positive reasons they didn't respond to you that have nothing to do with you. I mean, and a lot of the times, you know, it's just about keeping yourself busy. You know, find, find some household chores to do, you know, uh, pick up a hobby, um, you know, find a side project to do, uh, watch some YouTube videos about something that you've always wanted to learn. Uh, one thing I actually bought that I would highly recommend, I, uh, uh, my son's in the military, and for his downtime, I ordered him something that's called masterclass.com. And they're basically videos that teach you anything and everything you've ever wanted to know, whether that's that's gardening or negotiating or skateboarding or 
you know, whatever. And it's not just some quack sitting there and giving advice and showing you how to do stuff. I mean, if you're wanting to learn how to skateboard, like they have the entire tutorials from Tony Hawk. I mean, these tutorials are from, you know, the best of the best and whatever that is, you know. So the next time you've got that free time, take the time to learn something. Keep your mind active. Always, you know, trying to be, try to do something to better yourself and just, I can't stress it enough. Do not let your mind run wild. Don't create self-fulfilling prophecies and get that negative shit out of your head. You know, again, going back to the body image thing, I don't give a shit what you look like. I, I, I don't care what your body looks like, what, you know, size of dick you have, etc. There's no one thing that everyone loves. No matter what you look like, someone thinks you're fucking amazing. So... You know, stop thinking about the 20 times you got rejected and think about those two people that absolutely loved you to death just the way you are. And just don't let your mind be your own worst enemy. And unfortunately, it's so easy for that to happen. I've had that happen to myself plenty of times in my life. And when that does happen, you know, I just need to do positive self talk. I need to, you know, think of other scenarios. And uh, one tattoo that, like, I have several quotes tattooed on my body, and the tattoo that I have on my left calf, the quote is, no matter how much it hurts, how dark it gets, or how far you fall, you're never out of the fight. And the point is, never, ever, ever give up, and don't, I mean... Don't rely on other people for your self-esteem. Don't rely on other people to tell you that you're good enough because at the end of the day, you can be your own best cheerleader. You can be absolutely fucking anything that you want to be. I mean, some people are going to have good intentions. Some people aren't. Just separate the good from the bad. And another, uh, you know, sometimes I talk about things where someone says something and just really clicks to you. And I remember someone once told me, when someone shows you who they really are, believe them. And the point of that is that a lot of the time someone will do something and it'll start displaying red flags and will just find, you know, excuses to justify their bad behavior. You know, that's the opposite of what we're talking about. But just like, I, I really do love you guys and I want the absolute best for you. And, you know, if you have any questions in the comments, uh, please place them in the comments, you know, and I'll take the time and address those one by one, but just do not let your mind be your own worst enemy. You should be your strongest asset. You shouldn't be a liability to yourself. So always think of the positive the glass is always half full. It's not half empty. And if you find yourself bored, don't wallow in that self-pity. Um, you know, a good friend of mine was just dealing with that right now. And, you know, he was just really starting to get down on himself. And, you know, thing is, I was like, dude, I'm really sorry you're going through with that. However, get your ass up and go to the fucking gym right now. Because... That's something that really helps him. It's something that helps him clear his mind. He's able to think about things more clearly. And, you know, he also gets that endorphin release from working out. 
So, you know, find, uh, you know, one thing in a lot of my psych classes that we talk about is, you know, having those positive coping skills. So, you know, instead of doing the same shit that you've always done and allowing yourself to wallow in that, you know, make a list, put it in the notes section on your phone, write it down on a piece of paper, but start coming up with a list of like positive coping skills and things you can do to improve upon that because those negative thoughts are always going to happen, but what you can control is how those things affect you. You know, if someone cuts you off in traffic, are you going to let it ruin the rest of your fucking day and just have a shitty day because of it? I'm guessing and I'm really hoping not because you're not going to change the fact that they cut you on off in traffic, but what you absolutely can control is how that affects you because you can let it go and go about the rest of your day and have an absolutely fucking spectacular day. So, you know, always think positively, always look on the bright side of things. Don't let your mind run wild. The second your mind starts coming up with shit that logically, you know, doesn't make sense. Look at that list of positive coping tools and use that. And again, this is something that it's not going to just change overnight. But I promise you, the more you practice at it, the more positive self-talk you do, the better the results you're going to see. And I guarantee you, you're going to feel a hundred times better and your relationships are going to dramatically improve uh, as a result of this. Um, If there's anything else you guys would like me to address on this, please let me know. If you guys did like this video, you know, please like, uh, comment. I always love your feedback. If you could share it on social media, that would be awesome. Um, again, I'm really happy to be able to start doing these videos again. Hope you guys have an absolutely fucking spectacular week, summer, and the rest of the summer. So, I love you all.